Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. We are broadcasting from the Middle Tennessee Electric Studios. MTE's Sharing Change has now donated more than $11 million to local nonprofits assisting worthy causes in our community. MTE serving to make life better since 1936. Brent Carter with Rutherford County Emergency Medical Services joins us. EMS, uh, you know, every time I have an ambulance pass by and I'm on the shoulder, I think of you. That's quite a bit, and I'm glad you do think of me. It happened to me this morning. But, you know, there's there's a lot of trucks on the road. <laughs> we talked about stay it. busy. Yeah, we were, every time we talk, and, you know, it's make way. Yeah, move to the right. Don't just stop in the middle. Yeah. Yeah, uh, move to the right. That's what we got them horns and sirens for. Yes. Reminders. And um, let's see. I live mm, two-tenths of a mile from Siegel uh, High School, and so, you know, I hear them barreling out there just about all the time. Chuck stays pretty busy. Real, <laughs> real busy. On that side. Uh, you've brought a special guest this morning, haven't yes, you? Yes, I did. I brought Jason Wood. He's one of our communication telecommunicators over there, dispatch, what we call them. You call 911, you're going to get Jason or one of the girls in there or another one of the guys. And um, figured, you know, he could kind of give everybody kind of a little heads up on what to expect when you do dial 911 and what not to do when you dial 911 by accident, whatever, and take it right out of you know his mouth yeah you know well that sounds i see the ambulance side and work with the ambulance side and he he's the one that watches our backs too you know they watch our backs make sure everything's safe for everybody on them trucks so it's you know one of of many areas that he has to work with you know with ems and all the different law enforcement agencies and all that kind of stuff tell you better than i can on all the agencies that he deals with but like i said the biggest part is is he's getting that information to us and making sure that the ambulances are going to show up safe you know and i guess for you all too kind of relays some information so you kind of have in your headspace what you're going into in terms of you know is it a heart attack situation or whatnot i'm not going to take his storm away from him so i'm gonna turn it over to jason so let him answer that all right you're you're just he didn't want to talk today no i know that's fine that's fine when you dial 911 it's going to ring to the closest law enforcement agency in rutherford county so it could be murfreesboro police or it could be uh rutherford county sheriff's office laverne or smyrna and then uh our agency we dispatch for ems but also for ema and for fire in rutherford county jurisdictions okay so if you call 911 and need an ambulance that law enforcement agency psap public service answering point they're going to transfer that phone call to us so when you dial, don't be surprised if your call is transferred. That can happen just based on where you're located and which uh, agency you've reached first. Then they give us the call, and we take the information and pass it along to the units that are responding to the call, whether it's EMS or any of the county fire units. Um, we all have computers in our ambulances and in the police cars, sheriff's cars. So all the information that they're getting, mm-hmm. they're sending it right over via computer. So we're getting it as they're typing it. As soon as we know the address and the nature of the call, it's sent and the units are notified and they're already driving. That's one thing is that people will call and they'll think, are you going to send somebody or not? Is somebody coming? 
they're already on and the way. And we try to remember to inform them that help is already on the way. Mm-hmm. They're on the way the moment you've called. And often, a lot of times, that primary agency has already entered that information and passed it to us. So we know it before we've even picked up the phone and we're sending those units out. They're already on the way. Interesting. So Rutherford, you're, you're Rutherford County communi- telecommunicator, right? So That's correct. Um, if you live in, you know, rural Rockvale, let's take, for instance, that call's probably going to come to if you the If you're the, anywhere in Rutherford County, the okay. entire county, we're going to send EMS. We're sending the ambulance. Uh, if it's for fire, then uh, it'll be the county jurisdictions that we'll send the fire units for. Murfreesboro has their own okay. fire department and their own dispatchers for for fire. And we work closely with them all of the time. They're, we're calling each other all day, every day, mm-hmm. 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. What so, happens, Jason, when um, you live in the city limits and it's pinging on the city? Who gets that phone call? And how's it transferred? Uh if they if the call is in the city it's going to go to them first most likely but there are areas where the sheriff's office is going to get a call first and they have to transfer it to Murfreesboro Police Department because it's in the city so those agencies are also okay working together and that's why they're and, they're, and that's true everywhere there can be transfers of 911 calls uh, it's just part of the process but one of the biggest things is to know that in most cases, help is already driving right when you've called. Uh, so let's let's kind of get our headspace right here. So uh, the county sheriff's department has its own dispatch. City police. You're with Rutherford County, so you're dispatching EMS and county fire, and um, I guess EMA, EMA, and EMA. That's right. Then Laverne's got their own police and fire, probably, yes, and, and, and so Smyrna. Smyrna. Okay, that's correct. All right, so you really have to have a way to communicate with everybody absolutely and we do so through the computer system and through our phone system we're con- we're talking with them mm-hmm. all of the time and and even as a call progresses because often we need to make sure that law enforcement is on the way for some of these calls before ems can go in makes sense they have to yeah. verify that the scene is secure for the responders to go in there because we don't want them to be uh, exposed to any danger when they're walking into a call and so you might have to tell ems to hold off until you know police get there that's right and that can change in the middle of a call oh yeah we may be on the phone with somebody and then hear something even in the background and go hey make sure law enforcement is going to this and then they'll do so and we also work in the room. We're constantly talking to our partners mm-hmm. in the room, and it's kind of its own unique dance in the room as we all discuss what's going, who's going where, and what's going on with each call. Jason Wood with us, uh, Rutherford County telecommunicator, Brent Carter with EMS, uh, joining here today on the show. Uh, cell phones have been a blessing and a curse, I would think. Um, most people don't have a home phone. I remember back in the day, you know, you, you you use your home phone and obviously the address pops up. Cell phones are much different. How how do you how, at some where along the line, someone knows that you are making a phone call on East Main Street and then it goes to the right area that has helped and and hurt. That's exactly right because okay. I mean we can get to specific locations, you know, down to a few feet and know where you are. If you're driving on the interstate, though, and you keep going, then we're having to try to 
chase that down and we have to try and encourage people to stop and pull over and let us get to you there it also changes where the call is going to be answered so if you're Mm -hmm. still driving if you're driving from davidson county but you're going into rutherford county and you're real close to that county line it's going to go to metro nashville because that cell tower is in davidson county still and they're going to transfer a call to us. Gotcha. And you can go in just a matter of a uh, couple of minutes from Metro to Laverne to Smyrna. That's exactly right. That's exactly And there are, all, especially with the interstate, there's ones that start in Laverne and end up all the way up in Murfreesboro. So uh, what technology is there to make sure that if I call from this specific location, it knows which agency's telecommunication center, dispatch center to send it to? Well, the call's going to, ping to the closest cell phone tower first and that's going to determine where the phone rings so it's going to ring in the jurisdiction where that tower is most likely then we have additional maps and systems that we can use and we have several actually several maps that we have up we have computers that have six screens and uh, uh, there's a lot of information that we've got at our fingertips to try and help determine their systems called uh, a system called carbine a system called rapid sos that we use to help track where a phone might be as a caller even moves around a city block they could be outside moving around and we can see little dots as they move around uh, for that caller we can send them a text message through that system and they can actually we can actually gain control of their camera and they could turn around and, and show because one of the difficult places is trailways because uh, there's no physical address for where you are. You're out on a trail 300 yards deep into a trail somewhere, and we can sometimes help determine where you are based on those geolocations. Okay. Uh, you mentioned the word text, and, um, gosh, technology just changes so much in, in our business, and I guarantee in, in your business as well. And there's there's been an effort to, to maybe have texting 911 as a possibility. Um, do you see that in the future? It's, it's being discussed and in the process of being implemented for Rutherford County now. It's, um, it's not here yet for us, but uh, because there's some competing technologies for doing that, mm-hmm. and I believe that they're working on that right now. So we're going to see in the in the not too distant future the ability. And what will that do? Will that you know if there's a domestic situation and they can't call but they could quietly text? That kind of helps in That's that situation. Right. That's right. It can help with that, uh, and we can do some of that now with uh, with the the carbine system where we can send somebody a text if we suspect that they're not able to speak very much. We can say I'm going to send you a text, and they can reply to that, and then we can now even chat with them through that system uh it's just not a 911 originated text message mm-hmm. at this point but that's on the way how long have you been a telecommunicator i've actually only been doing it about eight years this is a second career for me i was in video in nashville for 25 years but people don't need dvds anymore <laughs> so i had to move on from that and i speaking of technology changes right? that's exactly <laughs> yeah. right that's exactly right it hit me big time but uh, I found this as a as a second career, and I love it. And uh, our agency there is actually kind of a special agency, I believe. We're one of the few in the country that's, right now at least, knock on wood, fully staffed. There's a nationwide shortage of 911 telecommunicators. It's Most like, agencies in the country are not fully staffed. Just like first responders. Yeah, or, pretty much or just, first yeah, yeah. About yeah, just they about shuffle anything. around so much. But you've got you have all got a good crew. We've but got I'm a sure good you crew got a going short. right now. Yeah, we're almost fully staffed, but you know, depends on 
which county's hiring and which county's paying more than we are. Yeah. So, well, that makes know, a big difference for us to have them fully staffed because when when we're short trucks during a day, that makes it harder to juggle who's going where and whether we have a unit close enough to get to this call. So the fact that they've become much more fully staffed helps a lot. I would think that this job, you can go from zero to a hundred in, you know, a millisecond, can't you? That's absolutely right. We could have, we could have, be having a, we, we call it the Q word because uh-huh. nobody dares nobody to say the word quiet <laughs> when you're in dispatch. But we could be having a quiet day and then all of a sudden we could get, even just from one incident, you can get multiple We don't calls. do that on ambulances either. I bet you don't. <laughs> like, oh, we're going to eat lunch before we make that, you know, <laughs> try uh-huh. to eat lunch, yeah. you know. Uh, and uh, the 911 dispatchers, I, it, it can be a, a very stressful job too, can it? It certainly can. And uh, I've actually gone through a peer support program uh, for that to, to try and be somebody that can be there for dispatchers as they need to talk about something. It's a stressful. I thought I knew what stress was from my previous life, just like I thought I knew what multitasking was. When I worked in the video business, I'd have three, four or five projects going on. And I, when they said, can you multitask? I was like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm good with multitasking. I didn't know what multitasking was. These people that do this job, they're listening to the radio, they're on the phone, they're typing on the computer, and they're doing five or six things at one instant while they're talking to you on your 911 call. Hmm. And they don't see a thing. They're hearing it all. Yeah. You know, that's, that's the biggest thing. You know, by the time our trucks get there, you know, then we get to walk into, hopefully we got all the information correct, or no telling what we're going to walk into, but then we start seeing it. But whatever they're typing we kind of got a picture in our head what we're fixing to walk into and but i mean they're like the unsung heroes you know but they're behind the scenes nobody knows what they look like no they know some voices once in a while but nobody even on the trucks really knows and a lot of times we don't know what ends up happening yeah with the patient or with the situation so they could have a bad call going out and they're done. The phone gets hung up, and then we take yeah. over from there. We're when, law enforcement. When the phone rings and, Jason, you answer, you're talking to someone who is having maybe the worst moment of their life. That's right. At that point. Mm-hmm. That's and, right. And just like every call could be that way. We we often get people that say, you know, when I, when they find out what I do, they'll ask me, you know, what's your craziest call or what. <laughs> but the ones that I remember, there's two calls that I remember some of the most was I've had two separate men call me when they found their wife that's passed away next to them Mm. and those are the ones that got to me more and that's where it can be more stressful because it it can become personal in that in that way got just like a minute left but uh brent mentioned something that i failed to go back to if you dial 911 and it's a mistake you're not supposed to hang up right that's right and if you do hang up we're going to call you right back so just say whoops it's a mistake yeah uh, yeah, but there's a you little still more to might it. get an officer showing up. You may get somebody show up still and just be prepared to answer some questions, whether you made a mistake in calling or not. We ask a lot of questions. We're required to, and we pass all that information along. We have to gain who you are and where you are and your phone number and what's going on and medical history and all kinds of stuff. So Even just, alarm companies, you know, they'll get a false alarm like them. Oh, the buzzer things mm-hmm. or even just a house alarm it when it gets to them they're going to ask a bunch of questions too even to the alarm companies 
Well, guys, our time's gone, but I do appreciate you coming in. It was fun. Let's do it again. Let's do it. All right. Uh, check the podcast if you want to hear more. That's at WGNSRadio.com. Just look for Rutherford Issues. 